Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Vike, Vike, Vike. My favourite. <laughs> Let's lock it in. Where's it from? Sweden. No. Denmark. No. Iceland. No. <laughs> Holland. Lithuania. Lithuania. Oh, um, so, so I went with the polite and plural hello. Ah, not casual friendly. <laughs> no, there's also... Is this formal? There's with a ma- like a male version. So Svika, Svika, Svika would have been male. What's that? <laughs> yeah. And what and did Svike, you... Svike, Svike, Svike is... Uh, I've got to fill everyone in, just if you're new to the podcast... Um, I did hello, 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 like a British uh, constable, yep. uh, Bobby, and Hamish said you should do that in every single language. As, in the a, world. as a nod to all the international podcasters that we yes. have. And we do have a lot of international podcasters. We yep. get some terrific stuff coming in from all over the world. So, to our Lithuanian buddies, speak here. Can I uh, quickly um, bring up, speaking of international podcasters? Yeah. Love to have his name at hand. I don't. He'll know who I mean. I had a guy writing. I had a guy. I'm so sorry because it's just popped back into my head. But that's that's just as exciting as getting your name. <laughs> out You'll there. know who you are, but you get zero recognition. Yeah. Yeah. We have people writing as VIPs, valued and important podcasters. Yep. They give us the the data of you know, give us yep. a snapshot of your life. One of the things of special skills. Young gentleman wrote in from Chile. Oh, yeah. uh, so one of our Chilean listeners. But under special skills, he listed. We've got the worst memory in the world. Right. Which is, I was like, should we get him up to test that? Like, to go, here's three things. And then cat, fish, hat. What did we say? Yeah. And then to have a guy go, I can't remember. Like, straight away or? Well, you have to be straight away if it's the worst in the world. Yeah, no, there's definitely people with worst memories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't proven a great memory because I forgot his name. (laughs) But I still remembered where he was from. I remembered to turn up today. I'm excited. Remember to be excited. And I got my tracksuit on. Hey, we do have our tracksuit on. We're excited about it because we're going to jump in the show with our want to create a new surfing song. Not only has there been a while since there's been a mainstream surfing song, the Beach Boys exhausted it during the 70s and 80s. We are trying to make a song about learning to surf. Yep. So we're building up a list here. Of surfing, be- beginner surfing concepts, concepts to then make the song from. When we changed to Mick Fanning the other week, Mick gave us a terrific one. Mm. When they start, you know, learning to get up, they either go one knee up first or straight to your feet. Mm. Which one's the good one? It's good. Uh, straight to your feet's better. Yep, so that's in there. This came in from Dom. Yeah, great. He's worried. He wants to be a surfer as well. Yep. He'd like in the song to carry off. He's worried the mornings might be a bit cold. <laughs> yeah. That's, so I think that's know a good call. It's not necessarily about surfing lingo we're after. It's mm. more about the worries yes. of learning to surf. Yes. That's why we've reached out further into the surfing community mm. and to a woman we're a huge fan of. Absolutely. Champion. Champion surfer. Joins us now, Lane Beachley. How are you? Good, Hamish. Hi, Andy. How are oh, you? Mate, thank you for taking the a time. Hall, a Hall of Famer we've got here from uh, the surfing community. Because we're like, surely Lano can help <laughs> us here. Surely. Do you, un- do you approve of the song conceptually? <laughs> conceptually, yes. Great. Yes, so now we've got two, two people, people. <laughs> I'm in support. with conceptual approval and support <laughs> yes. of a song about learning to surf. Um, I love it. I, I Mike, just to throw in something that I'm worried about. Yep. Um, I'm worried about getting out there and getting bullied 
by other surfers because I did watch Point Break once yeah. and that happened. That's true. Locals only is a real worry for me too. Lane, what, like, what would you say to us as newbies coming into the surf world? Do we, is that something you have to be worried about? Yes, well, being bullied is definitely something you need to worry about because the best or biggest surfers will always dominate the lineup. So if you're a learner, stay out of our way. And the lineup is the lineup. <laughs> right. And and and, Sorry. and where on the beach would you find the ticket machine to give you what order in the line you are? <laughs> so you'll see by the the lineup is where everyone sits waiting for the the waves to come in. And is it the so person the at the most left hand side or the most right hand side? Is it their go next? No, the person closest to the breaking part of the wave yes. oh, is the person know. that has priority. Lane, the thing is, okay. we, we were turning to you because we wanted a bit more support and less <laughs> nerves <laughs> heading into this. And at the moment, all we No, getting... we'll respect the lineup. <laughs> but that's, that's got to uh, To me, I'm thinking that's verse three. That's we, ones where, like, into surfing. We'll, I've got worries we'll where always, you're not... We'll always remember to respect the yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. I've got worries here, Lane, where I'm... Not even in the water yet. Um, yes. What about putting on the well, wetsuit and stuff like that? Like, do no, I, like how do well, I put on, do I drive to the beach in my way? <laughs> <laughs> like, serious well, question. Gosh, there's so many serious things you can do now, Amy, Because, yes, you've got to put your wetsuit on. I prefer to put my wetsuit on at home and then run to the beach. Yep. I, live I, way, way. I live a long way. I live a long way from my nearest break. Could it? Would it be? Would I be laughed at? And make sure you put it on the right way around because you don't want to castrate yourself when you do it up. Right. And the zips yeah. at the back. The zips at the back. The zips at the back. Yeah, that's yeah. good Unless to know. Get a zipperless one. Can I? The so always at the back. Yeah. Could I put my wetsuit on up to my waist and have mm. the top bit off and drive to the beach and hop out of yes. the car? Could I do that? Yeah, just don't do a wetty warmer while you're in the car. Ah, uh, yeah, don't do a wee in the car. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> my, wife, my wife's parting words to me every day I leave the house. <laughs> um, okay, do you remember your, the first time you tried it, Lane? How, how old were you? Surfing? Yep. Uh, four. Four, <laughs> wow, okay. Some 32 years behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, this, is it easier at four? Yes, you're fearless at four. You're not worried about making a fool of yourself or hurting yourself. Yeah, we're worried about and, both those and things. What? So maybe think you're four. Have, yeah. the, have the playfulness of a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, Embrace your four-year-old inner self. But That's nice. That here's, is nice. Here's something as a parent, I would be worried if my four-year-old was attempting this, um, and I'm nervous myself too. I'm not a very confident swimmer. Should I be... Should I be buoyed, literally, by the fact I have a flotation device with me or should I become a better swimmer before I hit the waves? <laughs> I suggest you use your surfboard as your flotation device. So yes. everything else will just gonna, it's just going to get in the way. So but I... I suggest you also become a good swimmer because okay. you might spend a bit of time under the water. The average wipeout's only eight seconds, though, so learn to hold your breath for eight seconds. Yep. Let me give you the three main things you need to focus on when you paddle out and catch a wave. Okay, great, great. You know, so Mick Fanning talks to you about getting up to your feet yep. without, without putting two knees down. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that once you're on your feet, the three things you need to focus on are a wide stance, yep. your knees bent, mm-hmm. and your eyes looking up to where you're going. Yeah, don't look down. Don't look down because where you look is where you go. Most people, when they stand up for the first time, they stand up like starfish. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, new knees. Don't yeah, be like starfish. It. Don't be a starfish. Don't celebrate too soon. Knee, knees bent, wide stance. Watch where you're going. Eyes up. Eyes up. Lane, yeah. that is perfect. That's Do all you we still need. think that when you get on the board? Now, are you thinking? <laughs> are you still thinking? Are you thinking more advanced stuff? <laughs>
actually not thinking at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, comes muscle memory. The old flow state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> that old chestnut. I've been surfing for 45 years. Benji knees, Lane. I know. She's missed out on a seventh on an eighth world championship. She's starfished. What a goose. I celebrated too. Mate, thank you so much. Lane Beachley, surfing champion. Thank you very much. And congrats on all you do with the Lane Beachley Foundation as well, too. Oh, good. People following the Tassie Challenge as well. Yeah, you're going to come to Tassie with me? It's in August, yeah? No, it's in November. Oh, right. Sorry. Well, I've got to change my flights. You know, that was like Andy when someone's like, oh, you know, you you don't know about star signs. You Pisces? It's worth a shot. Because if you get it, it's a one in 12 and you look terrific. Tell everyone a little bit about it, Blaine. So we're going to do a a teens and parents challenge. So it's a four-day walk through the east coast of Tassie. And then we're going to do another adults walk where we're going to cradle, uh, we're going to summit the Cradle Mountain. Cradle Mountain. How how many Ks? Oh, I don't know. Does it matter? Just walk. No, it's true. Remember when you're walking to bend your knees, look up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't celebrate too much. Might be the difference between wearing wearing thongs or shoes. Oh, you know, wear boots, Andy. Lane, thank you so much. You're a champion. We'll let you know how the song progresses. I really look forward to hearing it. Are you singing it? Well, well, at the moment, I guess we're well, singing. We'll get a professional a singer. Do you, know what, do you know what we should do? Great question. Next time we get a musical guest on, mm. yes. we'll put the hard word on them. That's why we need to have our lyrics ready, yes. I think. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, you guys can harmonise. Yeah, uh, we just be in the background checking out tips like, you know, <laughs> that's what Lane said and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Lane, thanks again. You're welcome, guys. See you, man. <laughs> Bye. And, uh... Um, of course, we now have a database here at Hamish Andy Podcast that rivals Facebook's database. <laughs> yeah. How many have we got now, Jack? 77 million? Have we allowed, <laughs> have we allowed, do we, who else should we sell them to Cambridge Analytica for? <laughs> Tons, I would have thought. Oh, yeah, we're misusing, Stry- we're misusing everyone's personal information. Jack Strokeland, he's, he's tracks it three times this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did come in today and Jack had an iPad resting on an iPhone. Yes. As his stand. And he was wearing designer tracksuit pants. Tracksuit pants. Yeah. From the boy with no job. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. And we're not here to start rumours or cast aspersions. But we think but he's selling the personal drugs. information. Oh, drugs? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say the personal information of the Valued and Important podcast. You still go to the gym a lot? I'm going to the gym, yeah. Right, so he's dealing steroids and he's selling personal information. <laughs> no, I go to an old person's gym, though. So he's, right? he's dealing yeah. Viagra and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jack's running side hustles. Uh, we've got all this data it's on great. people because people are subscribing in. No, in all seriousness, we... I assume we protect it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we mean, absolutely protect it. We, we don't do yeah, anything I, with it, I, except I, mine no. it. We do mine it. We do parse well, it's, it. It's a way. For comedy. Yes, it's a way to be a part of the show, a more involved member yes. of the show. So go to hamishnanny.com, fill it out. Uh, or you can just contact with anything on your mind, hamishnanny.com. Exactly. And if you're a long time, if you listen to the radio version of this show, 131060 would still be in your mind. Mm. You call that now, mm. I know who you're going to get. Yep. Carrie Tommy, like what, what time of the day are you calling? Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to answer. Yeah. I mean, I do answer a little bit for pocket money, but <laughs> yeah. this is 18 bucks an hour and you know, it's not, I'm trying to keep up with Jack on the money front. Here's one we found, Anna, that, mm. uh, that we loved. Um, his name is Tom Bunnett. Mm-hmm. He's standing outside the studio now. We actually invited him in for today's show because yes. something in his form, we asked people to leave a lot of personal information, something under special skills caught our interest. Now, it wasn't... he. There's a lot of chat about being a trumpet player, which yeah. would have that would have given you a Google alert. Yes. We've got a trumpet playing, <laughs> got a trumpet playing listener, and he's gone. The thing that you know, the first Google alert if I had, I've had for trumpet <laughs> based things. Yeah, recheck the system. I uh, know he doesn't say he can clean a trumpet, so you guys can chat about that after the show. <laughs> oh, what valve do you do? You clean the A valve first. Oh yeah, I put honey in mine. <laughs> 
dumb. <laughs> Would okay. you ever put honey in a valve? And no, you wouldn't, and you don't call them A valves. Anyway, play on. <laughs> One thing that caught our, our attention was his ability, he claims under special seals, to sleep anywhere at any time. He can go to sleep anywhere, anytime. So he says, now yes. if there's one thing we've learnt this year doing the podcast, we don't take these claims lightly. <laughs> in fact, we immediately go, prove it. Come on in, Tom. Prove it. Come Tom, on in. He's walking in now. Yes. We've decided to audit these special skills. How are yeah. you, Tommy? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. No, it's Mate, a pleasure, pleasure. Tom. Total pleasure. Um, Tom, anywhere, anyhow, I suggested making it really tough, like putting down tacks or yep. spikes in here. <laughs> I re- you said anywhere, anyhow. I recently watched Zero Dark Thirty. Um, this is a bit, little bit grim, but there is a thing called stress positions they put prisoners in <laughs> at Guantanamo. Um, deliberately, I think, to make you stop sleeping. We're not going to put you in a stress position. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Even though we could. You could. <laughs> because you did say anywhere, anytime. Yeah, anytime anyway. And also by stepping into the studio where the boss of you. <laughs> I mean, I stand by that claim. Okay. Okay. So, Tom, what give we've us, done give is... Us couple, well, give us a couple of classic hits of, of when you, <laughs> where, where you've slept and how improbable it was. I've, I mean, I've slept on um, cars, on car bonnets. On, uh, <laughs> okay. A slippery incline. A, a slippery yeah. incline. Yeah. Now, what was the position? Starfish face down, curled up. <laughs> Finger position all you, on. Front face across the bonnet. Uh, Top off. Top off, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, because I would have thought you would need top off you, to stick to, to, stick to it. Because yeah, yeah. I was even in a teacher, you keep slipping down. <laughs> top off festival or something. Festival like. for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the start of the festival. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just got there and I thought, if I'm going to enjoy all three days of this and get a good posse at the main stage, I need my rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about give us some other? That's a great. That's a good one. That's a great one. Where else have you slept? Um, I've slept on a roof. Okay. Uh, roof with a pretty steep incline with only a gutter that's holding my feet on. Jeez, wow. so you love it. You love, <laughs> you love an 13, ankle. days of extreme resting. <laughs> you love an incline, don't you? Like, it's good. I think you've got to be daring. Okay. So oh maybe God. we're too so flat. If you, you, walk, you, you walk past a like, kid's playground and see the slide and go, oh, oh, I, well, like I have actually slept on the slide oh, too. <laughs> so, So you're... What we've done is we've actually been quite generous here. I know, or we're, we're playing to Noddy's strength. We've actually got a beanbag <laughs> yeah. here. It might be too horizontal. Yeah, this would be like trying to make a vampire sleep in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a coffin. Yeah. Um, so, any what, what were the exact words, Ham? Anytime, anywhere? Anytime, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. Uh, we so choose now. We choose now. We choose and throughout we the whole choose, show. And we choose right here. Uh-huh. So, if you can lie down now, Tom. Yeah, sure. And so, we're going to big pink kind of beanbag cushion on the ground. We've got a mic set up next to your head too, Tom. But so now you're off the desk. Yeah. Yeah, well, look at this. He's settling in. He's got an arm back. <laughs> this is actually really good. Yeah, this okay. boy, so, he knows how to get comfy straight away. We're witnessing a master at work. Tom, are you at uni or do you have a job? I have, have a job, yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I'm a musician, so I, oh, okay. I'm always up late. Yep. Picking so, your own hours. Yep. Yeah, Cleaning it. your trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the idea is for the rest of the show... Which is another twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Got, You've got that window to try and get to sleep. You try and not off. We're going to keep doing the yeah. show. Uh, right? So I'll see you in twenty-five minutes. Okay. <laughs> you've got a beanie on. Do you like to pull the beanie down for a bit down of darkness? like this? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it's, like it's like he's on Survivor. <laughs> All right. He knows what he's doing. So beanie's over the eyes now, Tom. Now off you go. The thing is, Tom. Uh, I mean, he's already getting rested. Yeah. Like, we're going to be prodding you and stuff. No, we're not going to prod him. No, to test him. If I, I go, don't... geez, I think Tom's asleep. Yeah, we'll prod him I've got then. a better view of him. Don't fake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one will be impressed by that. Yeah. I'm, I'm... <laughs> uh, no, we're we'll gonna... know whether he's asleep. Yeah. 
Well, will we though? That's what I'm saying. I like, think when, so. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think, think so. he's going to fake. Okay. Um, good uh, good so luck, he's... Tom. Tom's doing that. Uh, I mean, and... I, keep, I keep feeling like I have to be like, oh, you know, we'll keep it down for you, but we won't. No, we won't. That's the whole <laughs> we're, point. We're going to keep it up. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> we might yell at you a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but Absolutely. that's the that's the that's, point. That's the that's the contest. Look so that. he's like... actually stopped speaking. He's giving his thumbs up. Pull the beanie down. Yeah. All right. We're going to cool. see if uh, Tom's full of shit. Hey, we've been building the definitive list of power moves. Um, that has these... been the that's been the real gift so yes. far this year. I reckon power moves. Just sorry, yeah. I mean it's been a couple of minutes yeah. as we reshuffled our papers. Tommy, honestly, are you asleep? <laughs> no, no, he's not asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him swallow hard <laughs> as we as we <laughs> went because his face is completely covered by a beanie, so it's really only his little chin down. But I saw him like do that, like all right. Swallow hard, like, let's really focus. He's trying. He's trying. Okay, now he's reshuffling. He knows he's awake. Yeah. He knows he's fully awake. He's <laughs> using the thumbs up. He's now tilted his hands. He's really trying to sink into it. But, right. but hey, let's get back into the power moves. Yeah. Hey, which, of course, if, yep. <laughs> if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, that's the noise we use every time. Yes. That's, uh, always have, always will. Yes. That's a power um, move noise. And a God, there's been some great ones coming in. Now, to give people a quick refresher, though I doubt we need to, yes. essentially we all know what a power move is. It's a terrific move that you can utilise in a circumstance. Which, I, And I think one of the key things we're finding with power moves is mm. the recipient isn't ready for them. Yep. They usually catch you off guard. A quick example, yep. going for a handshake, you turn your hand up so it's on top. Yeah, no one's so expecting that. No one's expecting it, and suddenly people are shaking underneath like they're begging with an open palm. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like the king or queen. Um, can um, I give you? Can I give you a quick one from the guy Josh yep, here? Same yep. out it. Uh, um, Josh Schnenable. Mm-hmm. No, it seems real. Power move, right? Mm-hmm. This is another. This is a fantastic one. When leaving a room or a group, mm-hmm. okay, always point to someone and tell them, "You're. I'm leaving you in charge." <laughs> <laughs> Quickly leave before anyone has time to respond. It sounds like you were in charge. Because it sounds like you're in charge and you're picking your acting president while you're away. And then when I get back, we all know what's going to happen. I'll be back in charge. But while I'm gone, guess what? You're in charge, champ. This one came in from Alex, Sam. He said it involves being a passenger in a car with at least one other passenger. (laughs) Car ride of three total people or more Yeah, it needs to be a trip where the other passenger is getting dropped off before you (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the other best thing about power moves They they can't be specific enough It's great to have one for every situation Step one is let the other passenger call shotgun Admittedly, this concedes some power But don't worry (laughs) It's vital (laughs) Because there's a lot more power to gain if you go through Sometimes you have to climb down out of a yeah. small tree to climb an even bigger tree. Second step is where the person in the front seat gets dropped off at destination A instead of abiding by the common etiquette, I think you know where we're going, of joining the driver in the front seat. Just go, nah, I'll stay in the back. <laughs> then you suddenly have a personal chauffeur and you can say things like, busy night, mate. <laughs> For the rest of the trip. And if you bring like a can of Coke and some nuts and a magazine, you're going to have to have it on you at all times. But it's a cool little setup to have at the back there, like you're on your own personal aeroplane. Very good one, Alex. Really good power move. Are we doing the guitar noise after every power move? No. Oh, we can. (laughs) Actually, great. That sounds. Obviously, faded down. (laughs) Sounds sonically correct then. Um, Andy. Can we all be upstanding? Mm. 
because for the first time this podcast this year, Jeff the Machine Knight oh, has contributed. Great, long time podcaster, long time podcaster would know that he's called Jeff the Machine because he used to. It, well, he's contacted the show more than anyone else with, with good quality content. correspondence. Yeah, you can't just go. Oh, I'm contacting you again. No, it's always some, a little bit of a gem. You know how if like we had to stop using the him in the show because it felt like we only had one list. <laughs> yeah, it was always the best stuff. It, it's it's like you know in the old days, like when letter writing was big. Yeah. You know, like Charles Darwin would write like letters that are worthy of being published. Like yep. nowadays, you could buy a collection of Darwin's letters, letters yep. and it's book quality. Yep. Like that's what Jeff's churning it. So just a mad uncle <laughs> who's texting you all the time, like cat memes, and going, "Hey, you watching the hockey? No, yeah, no, no." no. <laughs> so he he's good. He's got good stuff. He actually came and visited the show from Canada. From yep. Canada, came and sat on the radio show last year yep. and conducted a test that yep. we suggested to him. The science is all around you test. <laughs> So he goes, guys, I mean, following the power moves. So he is a school teacher in Canada. Mm. Um, the principal at my school uses this move on kids all the time. Okay, right? So there's a, this is a principal power move. Yeah. Pulls them into the office. I would have thought as being the principal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Kids the... these days, you need power moves. Okay. Kids don't respect principals. Okay. Pulls them into the office, sits them down and says, well, we've seen what you did on the cameras, so this is your opportunity to tell your side of the story. Oh, good. So he's a bit of a yeah. – we used to call this that you just told me. Yeah. Uh, or the Detective hey. Goran yeah. from uh, Laura. <laughs> because it would be often when the criminal or someone yeah, would say – They split him up, get two guys, split them up. And the criminal would go, how did you know that? You just told me. <laughs> so he does, a, he does a version of you just told me. Yep. He goes, we saw what you did on the cameras, tell your side of the story. He then sits there and looks at the student in silence. I have seen this do – I've seen him do this for minutes on end mm. until the student starts pouring out everything they've done. New paragraph. By the way, our school doesn't have cameras. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we better keep... I've got more, but we better keep moving can on. I, because... Can I bring one? i gotta, I got to bring something to the table. Okay, here. sure. This is from a mate of mine called Josh. Okay. He messaged me the other day and he goes, hey, need a ruling from you and Andy yep. on who power moved who between Teagues and I. This is his wife. Okay. He goes, so right, last night, and I actually, I thought we've got a, got a few VIP podcasters yep. up listening to this too on the line in case we need a reference from the people. Oh yeah, Brad, Brad's, Brad's standing by. Brad, you're going to be the one person jury. Is that the, or maybe I should just say judge. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad, yeah, you can be Kim Jong-un here. Uh, <laughs> you can decide, you can have final say. You happy with that? Yep, no worries. All right, Brad, you're listening intently. Here we go. So last night, uh, this is Josh now speaking. This is the case. So last night, there were five or six cherry tomatoes in the punnet after dinner on the bench. Mm -hmm. Uh, As I walked towards the bench, I had every intention to eat those cherry tomatoes. Teagues was standing nearby. She saw I was going for them, and she said, you can have the rest of them in an attempt to power move me. (laughs) I then responded in an attempt to regain power while I was going to anyway. Mm. His question is... Was this a futile attempt to regain power, or did she get one up? I've got my theory, but let's I've go got to my Brad. theory. Brad, what do you think? Uh, I think she got one up on him. So I wrote back to him <laughs> and I said, good good inkling, mm. Brad. I wrote back. This is a two-parter here. Mm. And I go, look, I'll take it to the show, but um, mm. I think she's got you. Yeah. He wrote back, no way, you're kidding me. Surely I get some look in as I specifically walk towards the cherry tomatoes for no other reason than to consume them. <laughs> Wasn't like I was going over to say hi and then, oh, look, I'll eat some cherry tomatoes. I was going over them there to eat them mm. and nothing was stopping me. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we have this example sent in from another guy called James Lawrence. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
And he writes, and this is just uh, by the by, I'd read this, so it, it ties in nicely. And thank you, James. I love, I love this is what you do in a courtroom. He said, you have a case study. He said, commanding your mates to do things they were going to do anyway is the best power you can do. For instance, when your food arrives at the table, you go, you can eat that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's, that's what she's done. That's what she's done. That is what she's Tegan done. Tegan has got her Brad agrees. Brad. Thanks for your ruling. <laughs> no worries. Tommy. Tommy, you're asleep? Tom's not asleep. <laughs> oh, hang on a sec. We'll nah, take a break. We're coming back. Giggle. Coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ando, you're closest to Tom. We just, at the end of that uh, power move segment, we just yelled out to he him. He does look very asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like like I mean, breathing is, the breathing's good. Breathing's well, steady. Think... Both hands are on his tummy. What he's done there what? is smart, actually, because we run this room at 21 degrees, <laughs> according to the digital thermostat. <laughs> Jack's having a peek. Jack wants to, watch. Jack wants to see a sleeping man. I, do you know what he's done? And this is why I would, I would, I would put a vote in for he is asleep. <laughs> He's put both his hands on his tummy, and a warm tummy is a good way to get to sleep. And that, and I think he and I think he likes a warm tummy. That's why he lay face down on the bonnet of that car. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Do you reckon he's got to sleep. Jeez, he's done it in record time. We were thinking he wouldn't make it for the show. I mean, go in, have a test. What, what's the test though? Like, like the fact that he's put his beanie over his face <laughs> makes it harder. <laughs> I figure. <laughs> no, he's giggling. You smelled a rat, and it certainly was a rat. All right, he continues. Okay. Good luck, Tommy. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> that tummy warm. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, Ham. Um, <laughs> uh, weird thing happened to me on the weekend. Yeah. Right. And you know when you're set with a situation where I think you're doomed to fail, but you have to go through with it anyway. I think this happened to me. Yeah. I was at Bunnings, right? Dad texts me and goes, while you're at Bunnings, make sure you pick up some toilet paper. And I'm... Well, they do, I mean, they... And I'm like... They sell gelaments at Officeworks, so they... I'm sure they get, Do they have toilet paper at Bunnings? So my head was like, I don't think they have toilet paper at Bunnings. They might have very, 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 very light grain sandpaper. <laughs> 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 so... I've gone, well, there's no way I'm going up and asking one of the red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a supermarket? <laughs> yeah. So I went to the toilet section and there's to- actual toilets and tiles yeah. and That's true. racks They would, they and would stuff. have toilet paper. They, so, there would be an upsell. You could get a pack. Exactly. Buy a toilet, get 100 rolls free. But it was something they would do. Couldn't see the toilet paper anywhere. Went through all 20 aisles because I was like, no, it's too embarrassing to go up and ask one of the red shirts. You know? No, I would say that toilet paper is an acceptable ask because you're yeah. like, hey, I come to Bunnings all the time. Yeah. I know where the power tools and stuff are. Mm. And I know, like, if I need a tool, yeah. don't worry, I'm not asking you. Yeah. But I bet, do you guys sell this? Because I'm more of a power tool guy at Bunnings. So I couldn't find it. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have to ask someone, which may be embarrassing, yeah. but I'm going to pick my person wisely because there's a couple of guys that I think were not Tommy <laughs> Sorry, Tom distracted me. He's rolled over onto his side. <laughs> if he flips to his tummy, he'll be almost in car sleeping on a bonnet position. Sorry, Ando, carry on. So I picked out an elderly lady that just had a really lovely demeanour and thought, yeah, this is... She's a, a red shirt. She's a red shirt and she's in the flowers section. <laughs> <laughs> so I went across to her and said... They are red shirts, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I went across and said, uh, I learnt that the hard way. I wore a red shirt into Bunnings one time and got asked questions. Red polo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that. Um, uh, don't wear your old Macca's uniform into Macca's. <laughs> so I went up to the lady and said, sorry, um, you don't sell toilet paper 
do you? And she goes, what do you think we are, a supermarket? And had a laugh. Oh, burn. burn. <laughs> Got a burn. And, and so I was like, well, there it is then. Obviously you don't. But you'd think on a mega store they have a situation where they're going to go, actually, no, we don't do that. Especially if you're a chain that uses your customer service people. Yep talking to the camera yep. about how good they are at service. Yeah. They never get in the Bunnings out and go, oh, I love it when dickheads come in <laughs> <laughs> looking for the wrong thing. Yeah, we piss ourselves. We, we have competitions about who can shame them the most. <laughs> hey, there was a cry out over social media pipes for some classics. Yeah. Loving the new podcast. Would love some classics as well. Walking around with a fat checkbook, <coughs> a lot of Bitcoin money, nothing to invest in. Yes. Uh, it was a big, was a bit, <laughs> lot of feedback we got over email. And Hogs had reached out to us. This yeah. is our mate who comes up with inventions. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, by all means. We love bringing in new people. But uh, he's a mate of ours that reaches out uh, with inventions yeah. with the hope that people on the podcast hear it yeah. and then will invest in his ideas. Um, we couldn't remember what opener because there have been so many different ones for Hogs Inventions is the most current. We felt like this was the most, the best. Yeah. Musically and accuracy-wise, yeah. the best. Hogs. What invention does he have? Hogs. Hogs. If you downloaded today's podcast going, gee, long out. <laughs> now you're beginning to realise why. We're doing frequent check-ins with Tom who's trying to fall asleep in the corner and we're <laughs> still awake. We just saw a thumb twitch and uh, we're getting one-minute Hogs openers. <laughs> uh, Hogs Inventions. Hogs, welcome back. Thanks, boys. That, is, that was my favourite opener, by the way. So oh, good. That's All right, news. well, we're getting off to a new year on the right foot. Mm. Um, Hogs. We asked you before you coming on, because obviously people can't hear this live and call in, we asked mm. what demographic, we don't know anything about the invention, but what's the demographic that the new invention's aimed at? Well, just a bit of intelligence mm. I require, because mm. I think that's what I've been lacking over the years. Mm. It would have been, that's what we should have done years ago. I mean, only intelligent people call up. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. So you, you're sort of going, I'm bringing you a 70% built idea. I'd you, love some smart people to put the finishing touches on it. Yeah. Okay, great. People have been bagging me for years. Right. So you want, hmm. yeah. But that, so you're saying it was only silly people that were bagging you. There was no intelligent people out there that were Correct. bagging you. Okay. okay. No intelligent debate. We want some rigorous scientific debate. So okay. that's that's the demographic. So we have because we have a lot of people. And, and so a little bit older, a little bit older. Okay, older. The, the, okay so we've picked yeah, out people. So our, Jack our, has. We've we've got a lot of data now in our very valued and important podcasters database. Yep. We have to pay Jack money to access that data. Yep. He sells it to us. He sells people's <laughs> data to us, and yeah. <laughs> that's why he. Jack, true or false? Were you just drinking a juice from the cold press place downstairs? <laughs> yeah, I was. Eight dollar uh, yeah. juice. <laughs> so Jack's doing very very well for himself at the moment, selling people. People's personal data to us, but thankfully that we got it. We've got it. We've got and, it now. We've picked out two people that we think will be perfect as the type of investors. Hogs, what's the invention today? Um, I thought I was out. By the way, I thought there was no more hog invention, so I, I deleted the uh, the spreadsheet. Wow! Right, hung up the lab coat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the uh, the podcast was going to welcome hogs inventions, but anyway, yep. I appreciate it. 
Okay. Well, we appreciate it. I didn't know you were inventing just for us. I thought we were giving, <laughs> given like a special insight into inventions that were on their way out to the public anyway. I mean, it didn't start just for us yeah. because it just it, it started, started from the spreadsheet. It started from you telling me at the pub that you had a spread, an Excel spreadsheet with inventions on your desktop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, can you remember one then from the, or is there a new one? Oh, well, I, I've actually had quite a, a few. Like I was actually thinking, hmm. like. You know, um, Bitcoin. Well, I uh, invented the fake share market <laughs> years before Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. You mentioned. I don't that. know why we didn't do that. Well, <laughs> I reckon it's something to do with the title. Yeah, uh, I think. I think. I think. If you're going to people that have worked hard their whole life and they've got their superannuation nest egg, and you're sitting down with their financial planner and you go, "Look, I've got this thing called the fake share market." That was between that and the real share market that you've heard a lot about. Yeah. Now neither are a guarantee. Mm. What, where do you want to? Put, <laughs> where do you want to put your money? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So that's why we needed. The, that's why we needed the smart people to call up. Yep. They go, great idea. Let's just call it something else. Yeah. Yes. How did no. How did it work again? The fake share market. Oh, we just make up companies <laughs> and uh, put a price to it, and then the the dollar it goes up. Like we wouldn't we wouldn't decline the the value of it. We just keep it going up, and people are, are having wins left, right, and center. <laughs> so it's just a gambling game, really. I don't understand. I mean, there's a part of me that is about to laugh at it, and there's probably like the Illuminati listening, going, "Yeah, that's what we do with the real share market." <laughs> so I don't understand enough about the share market to critique it. Yeah. It does seem like someone that has a degree in economics or something might find a flaw in it. But anyway, today's not the fake share market. No, it's the- and it's not. And the other one, the the what. Um, Airtasker, yeah. www.needabithelp.com. You did have need a bit of help. That was it. That was it. I counted four anyway. or five of your inventions that have gone on to make people millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, well, let's not sit on our let's hands. Not sit, let's not. Let's let's let, we leave them behind. They've left us. What's today's? All right. Well, I was just having a think about invent like previous inventions and and how they all work. What the problem is, is with this world, people. You know we. We come up with a car, and then the car looks exactly the same forever and a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what few, else? Few the watch. Few right, the watch, yep, okay? Yep. For some reason, some bloke said, let's put the, the watch on the left wrist, yep. right? So we've been walking around for centuries. Everyone's looking like idiots, flicking up their, their left wrist, <laughs> seeing what the time is. Uh, well, we're not looking like idiots. But <laughs> I mean, that's a, you've added emotion to that. But, uh, you know, yeah. we have been okay. using watches successfully for you yeah. know, for a long time to tell the time. Not centuries, but, but a long a, time. It's a fit, it's a bit of an effort to actually look at your look at the time. You know, like pull your arm up. <laughs> How heavy is your watch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, I've, I've got the eye watch, and even to flick it, some, it doesn't flick sometimes. You're flicking it everywhere. So, yes. you know where a better spot to put the watch? <laughs> With just no effort whatsoever. Yep. Most most people are looking down the whole time anyway. Yeah. Just whack it on your shoe. <laughs> shoe so, on the tip of your shoe, are we talking digital? On the tip of the shoe. Digital, yep. Yeah. And okay. so you can just have it. It can be an eye, an eye shoe watch, like. Okay, so it's a digital watch that sits. Well, let's not let's not immediately assume Apple wants to buy this. Yeah. But uh, so so if so, you always have to wear the same pair of shoes, obviously, and. Or, or you, you know, could strap it on, but I suppose that's, that's one thing. Is it more like a Fitbit kind of thing? You could slide on, and it and it's got like a tough underneath, so you could slide it on your shoe, any pair of shoes. Yeah, and then see if you're just standing there. Yep. I wonder what the time is. 
It's a lot easier to look down. It feels like a, I actually just tried it and I had to lift my whole leg up, which actually uses more like, muscles. I think you use your quads. You it use feels a long way away. Yeah, it I feel like I had to squint. <laughs> Tally's on the line. Tally is in the demographic. Tally, Tally. you're a smart person. Yep. Jack's harvested your data. You've shown up on our database as a smart person. Yep. Tally, what's your vibe on the shoe watch? I think it might be a bit harder to subtly check my shoe watch during a meeting. Mm. Yes. Um, that little under the table sort of stretch <laughs> out in front of me sort of yep. Yep. what's the time. It's going to so create a spectacle might... if you put your foot on the table. Tally, yeah. and I'm generalising here, and one of the show pet hates is, is generalisations. Absolutely hate generalisations, <laughs> which is a generalisation in itself. <laughs> But for for females more yep. than males, yep. they tend to change shoes more often. Yep. Um, I doubt that having an inbuilt uh, watch into the shoe would be that effective because you're changing shoes all the time. Yep. So a slip over the toe watch, but a slip over the toe will make it uncomfortable and change the design of. It the may shoe. affect the. What, what's your best pair of shoes, Tali? Um, probably a pair of your stilettos. Yep. Yeah, it's going to definitely affect my um, pedicure routine. Yeah, yeah. If you're going, that will not be seen anymore. If you're going out to an event or yep. a birthday party for a friend or colleague, you still mm. have to dress up for a colleague. You're probably not going to slip a digital watch over the top of your stilettos, are you? Um, ben is also on the line. Ben, any thoughts on the invention? Uh, yeah, look, I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, in terms of like being at a meeting, I mean, in my office meetings, I'm often. You know, I do that whole, like, you know, left leg over the knee thing so I can often just see my shoe anyway. Okay. Um, but but more, I mean, more readily than just your wrist? <laughs> like, it seems yeah. like we're developing a product just for surreptitious <laughs> <laughs> looks at a watch during a meeting. Can I jump in? Sorry, I, Ben. Um, Hawks. Yeah, and, sorry, Ben sounds as if he's on the toilet right now. <laughs> And guess where he's looking? He's looking right at his toes. Yeah, past his wrist. <laughs> I wouldn't be having a go at Ben. He's the only guy back in here. Hawks, how robust is the shoe? Yeah. Say after a game of uh, AFL football and you're allowed on the pitch to have a kick around, uh, they do that some rounds, Yep. and a ball comes, and I, will I trust the kick back or yeah. am I going to break my watch? Well, I, I, we haven't created it yet. We don't know. <laughs> how much we... is it? How much does it retail for? <laughs> well, it's just the same as... It's 500. It's the same as an iWatch. <laughs> same as an iWatch. The they're in the market for an iWatch. Yeah, they're Apple Watches, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I've got to just, I know this will be frustrating, listeners. I mean, but does it have the functionality of an Apple Watch? Can you, can you read emails? Uh, it's going to, obviously, it's going to be tough to. To interact with it, <laughs> you're six foot. You're six foot six as well. <laughs> you're gonna be pretty flexible. You're pretty flexible to read your text messages. So it's really a, Ben. Ben. Ben, are you a gymnast? <laughs> ben, are you a gymnast? Not really. Not really. You don't no. have the flexibility to go. Walking, down. walking along, you feel you get an email. All you're gonna do is a very, very simple standing up splits. Have a quick look at it um, before your hamstring pops, and you put your leg back down. It's not too difficult. <laughs> Thanks, Hawks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Enough Apple calls. <laughs> okay. It brings us close to the end of this show, Haim. And Tom, uh, if you've been listening since the start, and I assume you have because it is rare to open up a podcast episode and go, I think I'll just jump into the middle. <laughs> yes. You'd be aware that <clears throat> Tom, our valued and important podcast, is, is in visiting the show today. He's, 
He claims he can sleep anywhere, anytime. Yes. He's slipped onto his side. He's got his he beanie pulled down looks, over his head. Certainly looks more comfortable. He's heavy breathing. You can hear that. Can you turn his microphone up, actually, Jay? Okay. Is that the sound of, sound of a man that's faking? Or is that the sound Jack, of a man who's asleep? Turn his microphone up real loud. And I get in his face, get near his face. Okay. See if he giggles or <laughs> see if he giggles or if there's any change in sleep behavior. Okay, I'm heading across to him. Like shock him. <laughs> I can see his lips. What are they doing? They're not um they're not smiling. Okay, and he's right down on the ground now, next to Tom on the pink, big pink beanbag. I think... Tom's all curled up. I mean, he, he's, he's put himself in a brace position. I think he might... He's put himself in a bit of a, hey, keep it down, guys, position, except he did claim he can sleep anytime, anywhere. He's also blocked... He's blocked one ear in this position, hasn't he? And he's got long... Oh. He's, oh. Now, now he's done a little bit of a sniff and to wake up. Tom... <laughs> Tom, were you asleep? Uh, yeah, I think so. How long has it been? <laughs> I think, I think we're going to give it to him. I think he was asleep. I think he was asleep. I think he was asleep. Fantastic. Well done, Tom. Come on. Come on up to here. Yeah, he's sufficiently he's sufficiently frazzled. Tommy, yeah, come on up here. Come on Tom. up. I mean, you don't have to pretend to be that disorientated. You remember coming in. <laughs> we didn't drug you. I got down in his face, got right up in his yeah. grill and... I actually think that's what set him off. You know, has you got a sixth sense? Did you detect something there? Like, what made you so. wake up? I think I heard you talking right in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, and I'll tell you why. Uh, we often talk in the show. Look about, at the print on his face. Yeah. Hey. Look at the print on his nose. Tommy, you had forty winks. <laughs> yeah, yes. you, ab- you absolutely had forty winks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is huge. Uh, live, live sleeping on the podcast. <laughs> Tom, we're going to give it to you because we often talk about. Uh, Waking up from sleep acting is yeah. the hardest acting that can be done. Yeah. Like yeah. even your J laws and stuff, I think would struggle yeah. to successfully pull off pretending to wake up. Yeah. That what we just saw there was genuine. Yes. That was a I man agree. waking up from forty winks. Do we want to lie him down now and tell him to pretend wake up and see whether Compare it was- the two. <laughs> <laughs> I am all up for that. I just don't think we have the time. We've run long on the air, but I, I'm all up for it except that he could just throw it. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. He could yeah, just yeah. overact it, and then we'd have to again agree with him. I think we can give it to him based. I mean, look, look at his fuzzy yeah, face. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great skill. What time is it? Question. He, um, he almost just yelled it. Yeah, yeah. I'll clean it up in a sec. Like he was just straight into <laughs> defensive mode. Two questions for me. Are you, uh, are you to, living to, by yourself, Tommy? Share house at home. Share house. Yeah, right. Full of musicians. Yeah, right. Falling asleep with noises. I dig. Skill you have. I dig, man. Two questions for me. First one is. How was your sleep? Did you, <laughs> did you remember us talking about an invention? No. Nah. <laughs> I don't well, think so. Thought we might get him on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second two one is. Ago. <laughs> um, second one is my girlfriend Beck. I told her we were doing this on the way in, mm-hmm. and she said, "Did you prepare?" Uh, no, I no. didn't. What, what time did you go to bed last night? Twelve thirty. That's that's good. Cool, man. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got to give it to him, Ham. We've got to give it to him. Uh, Tommy, you well fell asleep done. anytime, anywhere. <laughs> thank you. And I think we're. Thank you, thank you. 
I think yeah. we're going to give you a coin. Yeah. I think we're going to give you a mission any coin. Unlock the vault. Yes. Get the unique coin number. Register Tom's coin. Here it is. Here it is, baby. Fantastic. Congratulations. Tell all the other podcasters out there how special it is. Yeah, it's worth $10,000. What are you going to do with your 10 grand? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, thanks nah. for coming in. If anyone wants to be more a part of the show, make sure you go to hamishani.com, fill out the valued and important podcaster form, Absolutely. or just contact us. Jack Harvest's mm. the info. We pay him. It's mm. a good system. <laughs> we will see you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.